0: right about him i'm always right it's like when i'm right i'm right and when i'm wrong i could have been right so i'm still right because i could have been wrong that makes sense come on episode 56 we back allegedly we back like sure oj <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know i haven't talked to that girl since i had that date with her after <laughs> do you think she's thought about it since
0: like just that question. No. no. In one or sure. the
1: other. Shoot. I'm not sure that woman thinks deeply about anything we've ever talked about.
0: Maybe we should call her back.
1: <laughs> I'll call her right now.
0: <laughs> <Is OJ> back? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't stopped thinking about it since we last talked. Is OJ really back? And why'd you let him get back? Yeah. What?
1: I didn't do anything. Like, mm. <laughs> did,
0: did you did you make it so he wasn't back? Sounds like negligence.
1: I'm just saying half of the battle is being a white woman and you are a white woman. So it's true. Listen, you white, you Ben Affleck.
0: You know, I'm probably closer to Ben Affleck, but
1: I'm just saying, man, shout out to role models. Episode 56, man, where we going with it?
0: You wanted to go first, so it's all you.
1: Are we jumping in like the old school where we just go straight to the numbers instead of doing a little witty banter before we get to the numbers? All right, we'll get We'll, oh, we'll this, take the, this we'll take the is condom all off. Business. We'll take the condom off. All right, we'll just get right to it. <laughs> so right. I have a three-way tie for 56. I don't have a lot to say unless you want to ask questions. I think that these athletes speak for themselves in a, in a way in which I may never be able to speak for them. First one. The ice box from Little Giants. Ooh, good call. Come on, baby. Come that's on. Arguably, top five defender of all time. Arguably, did more for women's rights than any tennis player you can name. Arguably, the first tomboy crush I ever had.
2: I I I
1: would say that's probably pretty accurate. Second fifty six. My top three favorite, not best, favorite sports movie of all time is The Replacements. Never seen it. Well, I like I didn't hear that. Danny Bateman, number fifty six. You know him as John Favreau blah, 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 Favre. from all of the Marvel fame and from Elf. What about Rudy? But Rudy.
2: Yeah.
0: John Favreau in
1: Rudy. But we no no no.
0: He's not a player, but he's in there.
1: Come on now. We know him from Elf, <laughs> Mandalorian, Iron Man, replacements, and then maybe Rudy. Okay. And he was the middle linebacker for the Sentinels, full of scabs, a.k.a. replacement players, and he was the craziest motherfucker in that entire movie, to the point where, remember, in, um, in The Longest Yard, the newer one, When they were uh, when the middle linebacker like broke his nose and fixed it and all that kind of stuff, yeah, they basically took that from Danny Bateman from the replacements. Like that's who he was the whole movie. "Ah, ah, ah, ah." Go sit down, okay? Like (laughs) that's that's like how he was the whole movie. Just an insane human being, and I love him for it. And finally, John Madden's favorite player of all time, arguably Um, the man who has more sacks off the field than he had on the field. The man who, for whatever reason, can never be canceled or discredited, even though he is tried Why? every year of his life. It feels like from cocaine to prostitutes to underage women, allegedly.
0: Him and Hall Malone, two piece in a
1: I can't give him the Carl Malone stats because he never actually impregnated slash married anybody underage. That's
0: true. He's a better person than Carl Malone. That's a good point. It, it,
1: which is saying a whole lot. He definitely earned all his awards uh, opposed to Carl Malone. Gotta go with Lawrence Taylor and possibly, this might be blasphemous to say, my favorite NFC East player of all time.
0: I don't think that's crazy. Um, I would also like to say, Reese in the pre show predicted that I would have at least one of his three people. Um, the person I'm gonna talk about is none of those people. Which one did you think I was going to have? Not L.T. I, I mean, that's too I easy. Talk to I, I know you don't okay. watch
1: enough movies to, to really appreciate my See, See,
0: Icebox is a great one. I I didn't think about that, and I should have. I haven't watched that movie no. in a long time. That was a great call. Oh, um, that was
1: a fantastic movie. And I had two Giants. Look at that. I had two Giants on my you list. You
0: did. You are a very impartial sports fan.
1: Listen, I am. You know what it is? I tell people all the time, I am legitimately a Philadelphia sports fanatic, but I am... I am not stupid, nor am I jaded.
0: Well, we'll get back to your stupidity here after I talk about my 56. Um, but my 56, I'm going a different sport. You went all football. I'm going to go baseball. Mm-hmm. and I'm going to uh, go with two pitchers, one righty, one lefty. Um, one that I just thought of now um, that is not nearly on the level of uh, my original and, and what will be my second pick. Um, But shout out to Joe Kelly, who's an absolute psychopath. Um, Wore 56 for the Red Sox when they won the World Series when he was thrown at Yankees. Um, So always near and dear to my heart when you're doing that. Um, But my true number 56, um, five-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glover, one of 23 perfect games thrown in the history of baseball. One of the dopest glove flips maybe of all time. And owner of one of the greatest World Series stories that never gets talked about, Mark Burley. He gets, I think he gets talked about a lot. Have you heard his World Series story that I don't think gets enough shine? I've heard pretty much
1: every Mark Burley story because I watched PTI since I was a kid and Michael Wibbon hates the
0: (laughs) White Sox. But he he pitched a scoreless inning, blackout drunk. Yeah. In, in the World Series. That does that should be talked about more if that happened since 2000, which it did. I, I
1: think the well, I think that the thing about perfect games, I think that there are more – less great pitchers who have pitched perfect games than more or less great pitchers who have pitched no-hitters.
0: That's fair. Yeah, the, I think per, that's the perfect why. game, I actually have no problem not talking about. But the fact that he was blackout drunk – when he wasn't supposed to pitch and they're like, Hey, we need you to pitch an inning in the world series and like a pivotal game. And he's like, all right, cool. I'll shut the door. And he remembers none of it. I, that should be taught. Talk- like that's like the uh, doc Ellis, no hitter.
1: But I, I think the thing about Mark Burley is that his body just kind of, when well, he didn't take care of himself probably, but his he's just body one of those. Pitchers. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he was like a comic. Like he came, he was like great for when he was great for like two to three seasons, maybe. And then it became like, you're just another guy. He was a
0: horse. Like, yeah, he played a lot. All but, All but his, yeah, that's what I was going to say. All but his first year and his last year, he pitched over 200 innings, which never happens anymore. And his last year, he pitched 198 and two-thirds. So, fuck it, I'm going to round him up. If Mark Burley could have
1: been, like, your fourth or fifth starter for, like, the last half of his career, he probably would have put up some of the some really really great numbers because he he people kept bringing him in thinking he was going to be he was he was, he was a lifestyle. Mr.
0: Dependable kind of guy.
1: I think he was a Mr. Dependable kind of guy, but he was looked at as a level higher than what he really was. Because some of the most dependable guys, like Rich Harden, makes me think about that. Like he's a Mr. Dependable guy who had two or three amazing years, but after that, he was just a guy and he was good, but he was
0: very That's dependable. Like, I, I, I think maybe it's because I was just like they're big lefties. He's mm-hmm. like um, Yankees CC Sabathia, maybe like or not not the first couple of years, but like back like the last decade of CC Sabathia or last what eight or so years of his career. That was Mark Burley's entire career. Where it's so like you about... you always wanted that guy somewhere in your rotation because mm-hmm. you knew exactly what you were gonna get from him. He was gonna eat innings. He wasn't gonna like single handedly lose you a game. He wasn't gonna be you know Pedro, but. He was gonna I think the down. thing about I think the thing about Burley though that's
1: different than CC is that CC pretty could much feel the was always on the baseline. always clutch, like CC pretty much was always clutch. Like he, I mean,
0: we just talked about Mark Burley pitching in the World Series blackout. You said best the, you said the second
1: half of his career. What? And we talk about like the and we talk about like the end of Mark Burley's career, right? Like no, no, like, no I, uh, I was
0: saying all of Mark Burley's career, oh, all is like the second of Mark Burley's half of Mark okay.
1: career. Yeah, I can see that. I can see yeah. that. Yeah, I can
0: see that. Yeah. Where it's like fat, fat against CC. Right. Where, where like like I look at Mark Burley the same way when CC was with the Yankees and they were like not at their best, but it was like after a loss when CC Sabathia pitches, he's like one of the best pitchers in baseball. Like that, that was always Mark Burley. It's like, like he, he was the type of guy that was going to make sure that you didn't sweep them if they pitch, if he was pitching against you that weekend. It's like up oh, this is just going to be slightly tougher than we know it should be. And then his numbers over like a large sample size, you're like he was fine, but I feel like he always performed when he needed to perform, not to the level of CC though.
1: I kind of feel like it's a little bit of a cop out to say that somebody is one of the top anything in baseball because there's so many players. I think we need to draw a hard line on top of how many makes you a top player. Like, is it top 30? I mean,
0: is it five? Top also, 20? I mean, the all-star game isn't always perfect, but he also like. He won four straight gold gloves. That's impressive to me. Like, that tells me that you're pretty damn good no matter what position you are. It's consistency also. that A lot of great players don't have that consistency. But I think also puts you at that next level a little bit.
1: And And I think Mark Burley is one of those dudes that, like, I think if he was three through five, he would be considered greater than he was. But because he had to sometimes carry a team being one to three, his numbers don't really reflect that. I mean, if you got if he over had been in Jamie
0: Moyer's role, he would have
1: nah. Because Jamie Moyer couldn't. Jamie Moyer was a consummate. I got you five innings. That's
0: sure. And Mark Burley yeah, was Mark just was so different than seven. that. Yeah.
1: Or if Mark Burley did what John Smoltz did, where he was just like at any point in my career, wherever you need me to pitch, I'm going to pitch. Like I could definitely see Mark Burley being like a three inning closer. Like literally taking I was it back. Just old school. To like, see I'm just
0: if he got a save. He didn't.
1: Like, I'm coming in in the six. I got us. Like, I could literally see him doing it.
0: Yeah. I I think it's so funny. Like, you, I'm just looking at his, like, career stats. And it's like, he basically had – like, his last season, he threw four complete games at age 36. It was like – his last year was, like, statistically one of his better years almost, which is wild.
1: And wasn't Mark Burley – I mean – if, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Mark Burley was on the all sideburns team. Doesn't he have like one of his pictures, like his picture of him, like on the White Sox? He has like, <laughs> he has like pork chop sideburn. No, I feel like, like he, pretty, was, he
0: was always a stubble guy.
1: I, I, I'm, I'm telling, I think it's like rookie pitcher. He has like the pork chop sideburn. is he like, like Bobby cutting.
0: Jenks or something?
1: Nah, I'm going to find this picture because, like, he has, like – I feel
0: like every picture, picture – I'm, I'm scrolling through all his pictures right now, and I feel like it's all – oh, wait. I just scrolled yeah, by. I think go, to, go to his, his baseball
1: reference it. picture. Go to his baseball reference picture and, like, just scrolling. I think it was – like, he, got, he literally got the pork chops. <laughs> I'm
0: just going to Google Mark Burley
1: sideburns. <laughs> the first one ever to Google that.
0: Yeah, not much comes up there.
1: Do baseball go to baseball I, I, I can reference? See it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm on baseball reference. You can't see it as well. You, see, there. you see them sideburns? I do. He got the white undercover, undercover brothers. I, I think it's somewhere I, I scroll by his rookie card, and that one looks even more sideburny. Oh, yeah.
1: He's on the all sideburns team, man. It's not too many white players on that. He didn't play with it, but he still gets the nod. I respect and, that, and and he made one hundred and forty million dollars in his career. So who the fuck am I to tell him how his career should
0: go? I think we need to grow sideburns. Is what I'm here.
1: Listen, man. I feel like I'm I am very partial to white basketball players and white baseball players with tremendous facial hair. I'm always a fan.
0: It's like Dallas Braden or Brian Wilson. They they had the well, Dallas Jason didn't have Wirf, it when he all played. Of them.
1: Jason Wilson, Brian Wirf,
0: Wilson, I feel like was all time facial hair.
1: When he see, played. but to me, you don't have to have it when you play though. Cause like Mark Burley had in that picture. I never remember Mark Burley with those sideburns playing, yeah. but you got to be documented on record. And then I become a That's retroactive fan. That's like Dallas fan. now.
0: Dallas now. Yeah. Happened.
1: I'll be, yeah. I'll become a retroactive fan after the film. I'm like, okay. Okay. I see what you did there. So, so tr- switching up, man, we gave Mark Burley way too much time. Who would have thought
0: slot some of that $140 million this way, homie. Yeah. So I, I do want to circle back. Cause you said, um, you're not stupid. Um, I wish I kept better notes of what episode was what, but a few months ago I mm-hmm. asked you, "What's been going on?" This, I mean, this is probably five months ago. Probably, uh, mm-hmm. what's going on in the NBA? What can I expect from the Celtics? And you said that they were cooked. So I would. Speaking of retroactive, um, mm-hmm. do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I was right when you yeah. asked me that. This is before. This is before the All Star break, and they had one of the worst records in the NBA. They yeah, literally you had said the they best workshop. They literally, I think they were in I have no place. idea if you said exactly that, though. I think they were. Oh, no, 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 they were not in a good place. That's yeah, for
0: they sure, were, true. I wasn't wrong at that point. Like, I literally, this is. That, that, that's a, that's actually done. a fair, that's a fair point. And I don't think that happens enough. Because obviously I'm here giving you a hard time now. Mm-hmm. Since it's all sunshine and rainbows at the moment. But I do think that it's ridiculous. The, like, that didn't age well crowd. Hey, um, where it's like, if I'm like, the Eagles suck. hmm because, like, that time that they blew it against the Titans a couple years ago when we were living together, just not to – just to think of a random game. Um, I mean, there's a lot to choose from, but – I mean, it's difference between blowing and just losing. Didn't they just blow little that
1: little. one, though? Nah. We got beat.
0: I feel like y'all blew that one.
1: I think we blew it against you all in the Super Bowl the first time. I think we blew that yeah. one. I think we had a great no, chance to you I think y'all. you had
0: a lead against the Titans, though.
1: Like a late lead. But that don't mean that we blew it. That means they just beat us. Like, I don't think that we choked it away. Like, I think that the Titans were like, we got this, which is different. Well, you than you didn't, cho- you
0: didn't choke away the Super Bowl. You dry heaved it away, but you didn't yeah. choke it away.
1: I don't even think it was Donovan's fault. No, it wasn't. Like, <laughs> like, that's the thing, too. Like, people pretend like McNabb had a terrible game and it was like, where? He had one of the better Super Bowl games for a player who lost. And it's just like, all right, cool, whatever. We'll take it. But, like, back to your point about the Celtics, I think that the thing is, like, back when we said that Jalen Brown, I think, was in and out of the lineup, Tatum was playing, like, kind of like Dookie, and Marcus Smart wasn't – the Marcus Smart that was going to be defensive player of the year. And then after the All-Star break, y'all had the best record in the entire NBA. So that's just one. And I'm not mad at the don't age well crowd because I think a lot of stuff doesn't age well, but I think it's about what you say. Like, if I say the Celtics will never win with Jason Tatum, that,
0: that's, that's crazier. Different. No, no, that's different. Yeah. yeah. Because no, yeah, yeah, and that's a good point. It's like, I just hate that that's become such a like callback. Like, if I say right now the Red Sox suck, I'm correct. If I say <coughs> they're not going to win the World Series, which I feel pretty comfortable saying right now, um, and then they did, that would be a that didn't age well. But yeah, no, I definitely think it's like yeah, no, they do suck right now.
1: Yeah, if you said they're not going to win a World Series ever. That's different than saying 2022, they're not winning the World Series, and they actually yeah. do. Then that doesn't age well. Yeah,
0: I'd, I'd be happy if that one didn't age well.
1: But so I what, think what, that. What are you
0: thinking rest of the way in the playoffs?
1: I think that it's going. I think that Luca's going to have a hard time with Draymond on him switching off with Iggy switching off with Clay. I think that's what they're going to try to do. They're going to run three defenders at him. I don't think that there's anybody else on Dallas who can put up enough scoring to help Luca because they're not a defensive team. So I think that that series is going to look great for Luca bad for the Mavericks. I think it's going to be a six game series. I don't think that it's going to be like a a sweep or anything, but I do think that people are, I think people are somewhat ignoring the flaws in Luca Doncic's game. I agree. Where, where it's just like, like, I think Luca is dope. I think he is one of the more exciting players in the NBA. I think it's we can go back to this again. I keep bringing up every podcast. At least half of the top ten players in the NBA are foreign players. Yeah, that's like crazy when you really think about it. Like that's why because that's that's just a whole number of conversation, but that's crazy. And Luca's in that in that category. But I think that Steph, who's been having a bad postseason, Clay, who's been on and off, which is his first postseason in two three years. Actually, I think like three years. Three years. Yeah. It. yeah, three years. Draymond, who finally is starting to look healthy, and they're still winning. Imagine when they start playing well. Like, and I think that's what's crazy. Like, they're winning without their main players playing that great. And I think Luka has to, like, get 30 to 40 for his team to win, which is just, like, if Ru- if Jokic had a hard time with Draymond, what's going to happen with Luka? Right. And I think that's really what's going to be. So I got, I got the Warriors going to the finals. And realistically speaking, I think that it's a toss-up between Miami and Boston. However, I think that Miami has – I think Miami has, believe it or not, a deeper team than Boston and I think Boston has a deeper team than everybody else in the NBA. Who's like like everybody else in the NBA, I think Boston has a deeper team with except against Miami. Like I think my, and the reason I say this is because Boston's eight through ten, like one through ten players, I would say six of them were mainly defensive players where like on Miami, it's like the opposite way. It's like those those are offensive players for them. And I think Miami's offensive. I, I think it's I think it's a pick'em. I really think it's a pick'em. But I also believe that Boston, and it could just be me being biased. I don't think Boston has enough offense to go with to play against this physical of a defense when Jason Tatum isn't having a great game. Because there's going to be a game or two there when Jimmy is going to be on him or Bam is going to be on him or things like that where he's going to have to defer a lot. And I don't know if you all have enough offense to sustain like y'all want some of those games in the playoffs getting in the 80s and the 90s and it was like huh like that's crazy which doesn't happen anymore so like and and miami likes that shit that's just how they're like oh cool we scoring 60 cool (laughs) so it's gonna be interesting i think it's a pick them but i got miami versus golden state and i got golden state pulling it out i would love i would rather see jimmy win a championship than anybody else left in the playoffs but um i think that if i think if boston makes it to the finals against the warriors I think that's going to be a better matchup for Boston than the Warriors would be against Miami.
0: Interesting. Yeah, no, and I feel like the odds say that. So the Celtics are minus 160, Heater plus 130. So Heater, a very slight underdog in the series. Mm -hmm. As the number one seed, too. Yeah. Um, Warriors are a bigger favorite, as expected. I, I do feel really good about someone asked me even before I was like really getting uh, like was watching every game just from the schedule I was on at the time. They asked me "Would I have rather had. And this was kind of as the schedule was winding down because I feel like this ended up matter. It was would you rather have an easier matchup in the first round and not have home court against the Bucks, mm. or vice versa? And I said, I want home court against the Bucks." And I think that mattered. I mean, it didn't matter for games one through six. I feel like almost exclusively the road team won. But, um, but I think game it mattered because they won. They seven, weren't blowouts,
1: but they weren't right. blowouts though. So I think, I think, and I think that the fact that I think that in the NBA, as a as a as a deep basketball is my favorite sport. I really believe in the NBA. Out of the thirty teams in the NBA, there might be only five to eight home True court home advantages courts. in the whole me yeah, in the whole league, and I think Boston's one of them. I think oh, the yeah. well, are one of them. The, I, think I think I
0: think they should start pulling the dead <laughs> spots out again. Let's go back to the red hour back dead spots on the court.
1: I think that you all should just stop fucking with your jerseys and just acknowledge. What's the Nike shit? <laughs> nah, man. I ain't having it. Nope. Nope. I feel like there are certain franchises that's just gonna be like nah, but y'all like fuck it. Take the money. We'll no, see,
0: he, here's where I'm all for them doing some of that. Is I don't want to be the Yankees who
1: are annoying about that shit to me. See, I, I, can, I and, agree and, with and that. I,
0: and I have to maintain my pettiness, which is why I'm okay with the Celtics.
1: Too. See, no, but the, see, this is where I, this is why I strongly disagree with you. I agree. What the Yankees are doing, mm, too much. However, the Yankees, how would you feel if the Yankees had a bunch of alternate jerseys that weren't good? I'd that's them, that's I'd where the Celtics are. Yeah. That's where the Celtics are, though. Like, if y'all going to do it... You, you, you liked the oh, banner ones, didn't you? I loved the banner yeah, I think the the regulars the banners
0: and that maybe where it stops you don't like the black ones Mm-mm. i Mm-mm. i liked the're like a high school team i liked the um the old green with black the, like the green with black lettering that they used to run with like KJ and Paul Pierce
1: they didn't like them either they, they didn't like, like they were hold, they always looked like they were holding too much sweat you guys they always had, looked like they were, you guys
0: had blue satin jerseys let's let's calm down on that. we
1: never lost in them. <laughs> <laughs> Some alternate jerseys. Lost a dunk never contest. Lost. Never lost in those jerseys Ooh. ever.
0: Is that one cut deep still? Hmm. He did lose a dunk contest in him.
1: No, we didn't. We got robbed. It's different. <laughs> <Very> different. Losing, <laughs> losing, losing your money like losing it is different than being robbed from it. That's not the same. Thing. It, you, you still lost possession of it. We lost possession of it, but we ain't losing it. It was snatched away. They from won us. it. Yeah. <laughs> Iverson out here giving out assists, and they're not going to credit this? Come on. Also, big one of the biggest misnomers about Iverson's career is that he didn't pass the ball. He averaged more assists than Gary Payton for his career. Sure.
0: I do, think that, I do think that that's a weird – I think it was people looked for reasons to not like him.
1: Th- I'm pretty sure he averaged like 6.7 assists for his career per game. Like, that's insane. Do
0: you think um, opposing we defenders sure we went to – Bet at 8 p.m. when they were playing him the next night, or do you think they yeah. were going out to steakhouse? I think
1: they I think they accepted what it was. Dude, I heard a great story. So I heard a great story. Gilbert Arena's just told. He said the he said <laughs> he said his first year in the league, he was playing against Gary Payton. You know our guy playing against Gary Payton. He said Gary Payton gave him 15 in the first quarter. Like fit, like hard, like not like how did Gary Payton get 15? It's straight up like you. I'm getting 15 right now, and he he proceeded to get 15 all on Gilbert Arenas' neck, right? And then he like kind of sits out the second quarter. He comes back in the third, and he turn, he goes to him at halftime. He's like, "You lucky? I'm not an Allen Iverson type nigga." <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's very
1: funny. <laughs> and then Gil was like, "I'm happy you're not Iverson type of nigga." Even he was out here embarrassing me, man. <laughs> well, what Iverson had done. <laughs>
0: iverson would have had iverson wouldn't have let himself be subbed out in second he'd had Absolutely 36 and a half yeah oh man and didn't get sit out at all he would pay
1: 24 minutes and half 40 like that is one of the greatest yeah. off the cuff stories would have been like i'm gonna just
0: up. take next game off and i'm going for 75
1: oh for sure for sure you lucky i'm not an iverson type nigga duh that's insane to say to somebody correct <laughs> especially yeah. because when gilbert came in the league i'm pretty sure that was 2001 so gary payton had been in the league for a yeah. long we're talking long. like
0: almost lakers gary payton yeah, or no, it would have been like, maybe lakers gary, gary payton it was gary it was 04 so like he was almost he was almost there all right so he, he, he joined four. at the back end i, I was thinking of yeah. um so like but Carm that's cr-
1: yeah. older gary payton still out here like i could do it but, you know, I got I got I got a conscience like like he was like, I'm a good guy. <laughs> I know your mom's watching. He, he, he was trying to be a vet. <laughs> <laughs> to somebody not on this team, like how Chappelle's like, you're a good guy. Yeah. I'm not on your team, man. <laughs> All right.
0: So, let, so let, Chuck, so Chuck OK,
1: 26.7 points and six point two assists per game for his career. Come on, man. I many Larry average. Oh, that's a good call. I think Larry
0: is like close he's around there. Yeah, he 5. might be at nine. Seven. It's either like 5.9 or like 6.8, it's somewhere high yeah. in whatever number. Yeah, I think it's high fives
1: or almost seven. Yeah, point right there, 6.3. Yeah. 24.3, 10 rebounds and 6.3. And I think Larry Bird is one of, if I had to guess, I think he's one of only 30 players in NBA history to average at least 20 and 10 and play as many games as he did.
0: I'm he didn't even get a full career. be honest, yeah. He didn't
1: even get a full career.
0: No. All right, let's talk about Patrick Beverly. Your guy? My guy? Is that what you said?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there and seeing what sticks.
0: No, P- Petty Beverly is not my guy. Tell me more. I've always been a Chris Paul guy. So I, I have to stand up for Chris Paul. I, um, I I would second what Matt Barnes said about the whole situation. There's a there's a line between being critical and then just being disrespectful. You can call someone out for having a bad series, but don't disrespect a legend of the game.
1: So there's never a time to disrespect a legend?
0: Oh, there is. We we I mean, well, th- does Carl Malone count as a legend?
1: To some people, but not to us.
0: So there you go. Then
1: so so are you more upset at what he said or who he said it about or who is saying it or all three?
0: Um, because he wasn't talking about the last series. He was talking about, like, it felt like he was talking about Chris Paul's career as a whole. And Hmm. I would have an issue (laughs) with most point guards of Chris Paul's caliber, which they're not many. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would have an issue if he said that about any of them.
1: Are you saying there aren't many of his caliber – in the history of the NBA, or are you saying there's not many of his caliber today in the NBA? Um, I think there's a lot of point guards on Chris Paul's level in the history of the NBA.
0: But Not that Patrick Beverly could talk about how you prepare for.
1: But, shooting some Patrick Bell, some, some Bell, he is predominantly a defensive player, so when you want to hear somebody who has to guard him and have to prepare for him be able to speak to that?
0: Not if I don't hold any weight to what that person says
1: okay sushi please continue yeah, so you that, don't like the fact you call chris paul cone
0: that that one was that, funny that, one that was funny, funny. <laughs> and chris paul's my here's guy i love thing. chris paul it, that it's a it's like a colby covington thing for me i'll give you credit if you say something actually funny
1: i actually believe pat Bev believes pat bev i don't think colby yes believes colby. i also believe that
0: yes um I loved JJ Redick giving Pat Bev some shit today about Jason Tatum when he tried to be disrespectful again. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think I don't know. It's I I don't know what the right way to like. I don't really care about Patrick Beverly's like commentary opinion. I don't care about most sports commentators' commentary opinion, but. Like, he just seems like a guy that wants to be in the drama more than he wants to actually break things down, if that makes sense.
1: I think it's interesting, too, because just on paper, Pat Bev would probably be like one of your favorite players if I had to guess.
0: Oh, if he was on my team. I mean, I love Marcus Smart. So if he was on my team, yeah, I'd be all for it, I'm sure. I'm a totally hypocrite with that.
1: But I don't think Marcus Smart and Petra Beverly are the same type of player. I think that that gets kind of – the lines get blurred because they're un, they're tweener guards that don't have the skills of either of the guard positions, but they make their bones on the defensive end, yeah. being the catalyst for their team, being the emotional leader. But I think where it defers at, I don't think that Marcus Smart <clears> – <throat> at least I used to follow, I've been following Marcus Smart since he's at Oklahoma State. So I don't believe Marcus Smart in his basketball career has ever shown – Real malice towards other people, mm. or has ever really been considered dirty outside of that little scuffle we got into at Oklahoma State. Yeah, I think when he was like, I think he fought a fan or some shit. But like, he he other, other than that, I don't think Marcus Moores ever been. I do think at him that's
0: like, part of it. Is like Patrick. That's why yeah. I say like Patrick Beverly is very much like about the drama of it. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, it doesn't feel like you're coming at this impartial at all. So, so do you think that anybody? And I'm not saying be, that I would really care exactly how Marcus Smart feels about Chris Paul versus Steph Curry either it also just feels like sour grapes because Patrick Beverly's not in the playoffs
1: but you know what's funny about that shooting Patrick Beverly a little bit more bell I actually don't think that Pat Bev I don't know the guy at all obviously but I don't think Pat Bev's Pat Bev looks at it that way because he had to work so hard to make it to the NBA like playing across the world I think he played in three different countries before he even made it to the NBA <clears throat> I think for him Full
0: respect that I didn't know that
1: yeah I think for him he is one of those guys that like appreciates ballers and players for who they are but he doesn't like the fanfare out of it all so he talks the way he talks because he knows how hard it is to actually be in a league stay in a league especially when you don't have like a skill set that people deem desirable like Pat mm-hmm.
0: bev has been in the league for what 10 years now um yeah I just pulled him up. Uh, he in, did. He did play in three countries before the the states as well. So well done. Yeah, and uh, that,
1: that was actually a good pull. And, he was and he was that...
0: drafted in two thousand nine. Didn't actually play in the NBA until thirteen.
1: That's wild. So I think for him, like for other people, I agree with you that a lot of this is sour grace. But I don't know if Pat Bev's look at Pat Bev looks at it like that. I think that he really looks at it as in his mind, he knows what it takes to be on these guys' heads. And he takes it personal that most of these point guards, realistically speaking, be talking shit about him too. So I think for him, he's just like, whatever. Like, what are we talking about here? Like I had to make, I had to literally scratch and claw my way to this coming from the South side of Chicago. And you want me to tell you that this guy who's in his 18th season is still an elite offensive player. Okay.
0: But but, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> that I'm cool with. I, I didn't like the way it came off and I didn't watch the whole thing. So I hand up on that, but it's like, it sounded like he was saying that no one's like ever respected what Chris Paul can give you. Oh,
1: no, I don't think that. Cause they, cause I think they said that, I think at one point in that, in that whole segment, they was like, so you saying Chris Paul isn't one of the transcendent point girls of all time. He's like, he absolutely is. And then okay. he, I think he said something along the lines of, but we're talking about this year. Right. And then he was like, Oh, well, what are we talking about? It's a lot of reputation, but on the flip side of that though, Pat Bev will never get the reputation calls because he doesn't have that type of reputation. But the NBA has always been reputation. John Sally said it best, probably, when he said that if you if you even looked at Jordan too long, that's a technical. Hmm. <laughs> so it's like, like, really, what are we doing here? So I think I think that it is. I think it is. Honestly, he's taking personal shots. I think he don't like these guys. But I also think that he's taking objective shots from a defender's point of view, as opposed to a fan's point of view. Not saying that he's right. But I think that that's his approach to it, and I think that Pat Bev is also on that line of, is he corny or is he cool, and I think that he he rides that line really, 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 really firmly.
0: That's fair. I didn't, I didn't. I had forgotten he was a Razorback too.
1: Yeah, yeah, Arkansas baby. I think he wasn't. I think he was there when. Um, when Felix Jones. Was. and uh Yeah, that's crazy. They had they had some sports back then, man.
0: It'd be really cool if that wasn't like – if the Florida campus of those, like, same exact years didn't exist.
1: I think there needs to be a 30 for 30. I don't even think 30 for 30 really things anymore on that level, but I think that there needs to be some type of sports documentary. Oh, I've been documentary saying that. On Let's talk about that next. I think there needs to be some type of sports documentary on the best college – teams that nobody talks about that didn't win anything. So, like, not the St. Joseph's oh. of the world. because they, they talk about them. But, like, the teams who were, like, stacked, they had a good time. It was always a show, and they just didn't really well, overproduce.
0: I, I really like that. You no, know, I, I thought you were going to say on the Florida campus that year, and I guess, because, like, I feel like people also forget that, like, Cam Newton was still there. Mm-hmm. Lochte was there. I'm still like, trying like, to
1: find a Cam Newton blend jersey, by the way. I've been looking all over the internet. It's hard to find. I'm trying to get that JUCO Cam Newton jersey, man.
0: That's 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 a good one to have. Do mm-hmm.
1: um, you think the Cam Newton Florida one comes with a laptop? You don't got an answer. Just think. No, about it it, it's,
0: it gets pre-stolen for you. Oh it says gosh. it does, but it's not there. Okay. Okay. And again, jersey, that's that not a loss; that's stolen. Very different. Absolutely. Um, I didn't lose
1: my life. You killed me. That's different. I didn't do something careless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know.
0: Um, we'll, we'll be talking about that soon. So I'm trying to think. Like, what teams stand out as the teams that need to be have something written about? Oh, Cal, oh, 05 mm-hmm. Cal. Cal um,
2: mm-hmm. might have two teams. Cal might have
1: two teams. Javid, best Deshaun and Jackson.
0: Deshaun was on the Marshawn Aaron Rodgers team,
1: but he all but but you got to remember he, people back and Justin and Forsett. Before played for three to four years, so like yeah. you're going to be on multiple teams probably. But I think Kyle might have two teams. I think it might be right. like you got the first part of, of Deshaun's journey and you got the end of it because Javid Best was supposed to be that guy that kept getting concussions and then yeah. Deshaun Jackson getting short of the end zone and shit like like It was a lot going on with Kyle. I think lsu you know got to have some teams. LSU. So the LSU one is funny to me because I agree with you, but then I but think it about it. it does get like,
0: talked a lot about.
1: That's what I was going to say. Like, even when he didn't – I don't like this team. Never did. Never will. I think Notre Dame has to have some teams. Oh, for
0: sure. 06 West Virginia. Football? Yeah. Steve Slayton? Pat White. Pat McAfee. You know they were partying. The fan base is wild. Steve Slayton,
1: Pennsylvania zone.
0: They were good.
1: My high school had to play against Steve Slayton in football, and it was – Oh, my gosh, he put up, I think, I think my his last year, <laughs> I'm pretty sure his last year playing in high school because he took off his senior year. I think I think he didn't even play. but I think it was his junior year and he put up t- over 200 rushing yards in the first half and didn't even play the rest of the game.
0: That'd be another 30 for 30. I would watch is Derrick Henry senior year of high school.
1: Mm. Where he just I think had like
0: 3000 yards like every game.
1: I think another team that has to be on there is that Gordon Hayward Butler team.
0: Shelvin Mack and that whole crew.
1: Yeah, shout to Shelvin Mack, man. One of the original tweener guards that everybody believes in, but never made it.
0: It's a strong one. What about the Utah athletic program in 2005 where they had two number one overall picks? In different sports.
1: That's a a hell of a pull.
0: That doesn't get talked about much, but it is a great trivia fun fact.
1: That's a hell of a pull.
0: I don't know that's how interesting team. it would be to, like, look at Alex Smith and Andrew Bogut, but, like, that's still, like, a pretty notable thing to have happened.
1: I mean, both of them made over $100 million dollars in their careers. So, yeah. I think the Washington Huskies team that had Kelsey Plum and then Markel Fultz is another yeah. one, too. Because that's a good one. That's the, like, that was that double-double, like, yo, that's we a got... That's the
0: campus, yep. hmm See, I looked at campus once. Like, did you have multiple sports cooking at once?
1: Yeah, but you know what's funny about that? I usually feel like if the male sport is cooking the female sport is too very rarely do you see the male sport cooking and the female sport not you see the opposite you see like a Tennessee volunteer for the women be balling out and the men suck but rarely do you see a male team ball out and a women's team be trash
2: um like in the same sport you mean
1: in the same sport because even when you look at the women's NCAA bracket it's usually the same teams that are in the men's bracket it's crazy dude it's wild
0: like but like Duke <laughs> and UNC women aren't the on the like same level that the men's usually are for those sports are cans but they're sir. usually a
1: top 5 top top 5 to 8 seed in the tournament every year
0: that's like some something. you know you know what team randomly just came to mind? Maybe this is just a nostalgia poll, but like the Drew Knightsell Michigan State teams. Hmm. I think I just really like Drew Neitzel shooting lefty though. So but but I think they didn't
1: didn't poll. they win their conference though and all of that?
0: I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember playing with them in college Ooh! college Hoops Oh, I got the oh, I got, oh I got, no got I got the fucking team 2006 Ohio State. Which sport? Basketball. Evan Basketball? Turner, mm-hmm. Mike Conley, Greg mm-hmm. Oden. Mm-hmm. I got
1: something better than that, though. Okay. Aaron Kraft. That Trey Burke, Michigan team. Mm,
0: that's a good one.
1: Doc, I had them winning. I would have won so much glory and money at the same time, and they fucking lost in the last minute.
0: <laughs> what, what about the Kaminsky-Decker with, like, all the running backs oh, that they've had in Wisconsin? Wisconsin? Yeah.
1: Wisconsin, yeah, that's, that's a good point.
0: too. I, I think it's also, like, the, is the campus like that? And Madison is like that.
1: I also think that when West Virginia basketball has been good, their football team has been solid, too. So that's another one where it's doubling up on sports.
0: <coughs> you there, Bob Huggins? I'm, I'm down for a Bob, Bob Huggins documentary.
1: Uh, I think it's going to be boring. I think Bob Huggins is, like,
0: the, uh, the medicated Bob Knight. I I mean, that'd be a good one. Some of those Indiana teams. I'd also love, I I, yeah, they did. I I would love love to see a documentary
1: on on Dean Smith holding Michael Jordan under 20 points. I would just love to, like, how did y'all feel about that when you see him get drafted and he's averaging 30 throughout the rip? And it's like, hmm, we probably would have won more than one championship.
0: Yeah, I'd love to also see, like, a docu, like, mini series of, like, the teams that had like that upset, where where it's like you, you there was only one game that we remember this team for. So it's going like to be all Georgetown. <laughs> sure, but it's like what, what was they lost What was Christian life Watford's life on campus like before hitting the shot against Kentucky, and then after?
1: I don't think it really changed back then. Pro-
0: probably not. But
1: like, you know that, what I today, also want to see
0: Appalachian State. <laughs>
1: Armani, and, Edwards. Think, Shout to Armani Edwards. Shout out to Armani Edwards. Shout out to Armani Edwards. Beat Michigan in the big house. I think they
0: did. They have one. Yeah, they had Armani Edwards at that time. No, no, I'm saying, did they have like some sort of thing made about that game? They must have.
1: They had they had something made about that game, but not really about like the an team. e60 type thing. Because Mike, uh, Mike Hart, the running back for yeah. for Michigan, was my guy. So I was like, yo, he's so dope. And I was watching was the game live. Like, oh shit, they <laughs> he was He's great. Oh yeah, you know what I want to see too. This is gonna be a segue to our next topic. I want to see all of the three-star and under female basketball recruits and what they got to go through. Mm. Because if you ain't a five-star recruit in women's basketball, what the fuck you doing? Like, no bullshit, though. Like, like, realistically speaking, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, what, what are you going to, like... Like, who's really working that hard for the three-star women's recruit? Because what, what, what most are, of these women's programs don't make money. So no. what are you really working hard for? I mean, most of the men's
0: programs don't make money.
1: That's not true.
0: Or, or, sorry, the athletic programs as a whole don't make money. Yeah, that's that's not what we're talking about. I know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. No, it's me. not my fault. It's not my fault that a school like Drixo has a diving team and a water polo team. Nobody said
0: that's going be big cash cows. <laughs> we all make our choices. <laughs> like putting so your kids you, in water polo.
1: How do you recruit for water polo? Like, what's the strategy?
0: Can you swim? Cool. You're on the team.
1: I don't even think most people in water polo can swim. It's like, can you hold your breath and jump? Can you walk in water? How's your calves? How's your quads? Is it yeah. like, Can is you tread
0: like water common? with something in your hands?
1: Do you doggy paddle, or are you more of a flippers kind of guy?
0: So, so what was the next topic that you wanted to discuss?
1: We got to get honest about the WNBA. Okay. <clears throat> so over the weekend – I saw a little two-minute, like, kind of mini Vice documentary that I think is going to be a full documentary about Brittany Griner how she's been detained. Yeah. I'm not trying to talk about that necessarily unless you want to talk about that. But the point that I ain't going to lie, grinded my gears was when they were like, how much do you think the average WNBA player makes in a year?
2: Um... You don't even got to have
1: an exact number. Just give me a ballpark.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> just just base salary.
1: The way that they praised it was like an uh, average WNBA player makes this amount a year,
0: sixty five thousand dollars.
1: Okay, let's say sixty five thousand dollars. Right, the poverty rate in Pennsylvania is like twenty seven five. Right, if you make sixty five thousand dollars a year, would you say that you can live off sixty five thousand dollars a year? Yes. Not not thing, lavishly, but you could. Li- most people yeah. make less than sixty five thousand dollars a year. Probably Correct. right. The way that they were phrasing it is like, if the WNBA played these women enough money to live off of, they wouldn't have to go overseas. And I was like, what? You make enough money to live off? Like, what, don't what, what, you what making now? A hundred thousand dollars. Oh,
0: Okay. That's more than I'm making.
1: Same. Oh. <laughs> and I don't have a second job.
0: Yeah. So like, right. it's
1: it, so it was one of these things where I was sitting there and I'm just like, when are we really going to be honest about this whole situation where the WNBA basically is uh, every mattress store in America. You're just using this to, to siphon off money, to clean your money for the NBA. It's a, it's a league that is not profitable. Correct. <clears throat> it's a league that doesn't get support from its main base, which is women. It's a league that literally allows for players to still get guaranteed contracts. Pretty much, I'm pretty sure every contract in WNBA is guaranteed just like it is in the NBA. And you're making more than the average American makes. And yet, for some reason, the conversation basically is they need to be treated more fairly. I need to know what they mean by that. That's where
0: it feels like they're coattailing a little bit off of the women's national team in soccer, who did have a fair grade. No, they didn't. No? No, they
1: didn't. No. And this is why they negotiated their own deal. And then they took they didn't take the base of every time they're on TV, what gets marketed. They wanted a larger chunk of the pie earlier. So when it came time for TV rights,
0: merchandise, ticket sales, they didn't get a part of that because they negotiated themselves out of that deal. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that they didn't you know get themselves in the situation they were in but i could understand it more that they were getting paid less and were upset about that given that they were driving more revenue than the men's team but, and if they wanted to can, adjust I, that but i'm not saying that they weren't partially re- or more not partially they were responsible
1: so i don't think that they have a real gripe either i think you could be upset i'm not saying you don't already be upset that's fair but if 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 i come to you hey Ivan, man I'm trying to buy some stock. And you're like, hey, Maurice, you could buy this stock for $5 a share. And over time, you're going to get $100,000. Or you could buy this stock for $100 a share. And then in five years, you will get $50,000. And I take that deal, but I'm mad at you that I didn't get $100,000. That's, That's not on you. You took the fast money. It's like, I get why you're mad, but I don't think you have a real gripe. I think that is one of those things where you, you didn't bet on yourself. And I think this shows me you don't bet on yourself what happens. That's and I fair. get it because, like, women didn't make any money in soccer at all because yeah. there weren't any professional leagues
0: that would pay them, really. Uh, I, I, I got to impress people at work uh, a couple of weeks ago. Someone asked if we knew who Christine Lilly was, and I was, I was the only one that knew.
1: Which... Wait, wait, Ivan. Ivan, I was a little wrong. Okay. Average salary for a WNBA player per year, $120,000
0: that's basically poverty if you take away a hundred thousand
1: dollars what are we talking about yeah Dude, uh, I, no no i'm not even I, you i've I went to more women's basketball games than most people i've ever met in my life like dead yeah. up and serious and this is not that i have a black friend so i'm not racist thing i'm saying i appreciate i watch i enjoy it games. yeah i actually enjoy because it. you know but like at some point when are we going to be honest about this like i think that I think that the conversation should be, why are women not supporting women? I think the conversation yep. should be, should you get paid what you earn or should you get paid what we negotiated for you? Because I don't believe the WNBA and 14 players ain't more than $200,000 or more. I don't believe that the WNBA is profitable enough for the average salary to be plus thousand plus per player. I, I kind of feel like they're doing them a favor by get, not giving them feel like they're doing them a favor by paying them that much money. When in all actuality, they probably realistically speaking, if you look at the books and the numbers right. probably don't earn that much. And I know the, the reputation is, well, you know, the, 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 uh, the, like the person in the NBA who makes the least amount of money makes like 10 times more than I yeah, but
0: the, Yeah. The, the ratio of revenue is more than that. So yeah. you're actually closer than you probably should be.
1: So like, are we talking about them not having enough money or is it them wanting more than they probably have earned that or is it a different conversation?
0: I think it's that I, I cause I also think that they get a pretty fair amount of promotion from players, from the league itself. Like, I, I, I feel like people – and maybe it just gets ignored, but it's like I feel like there's a I, – I would argue, honestly, I would say I see more tweets from NBA players about women's basketball than I mm-hmm. see men's <laughs> soccer players talking about women's soccer. I mean, I'm not on
1: Twitter, so I'll take your word for it
0: or t- twitter but just like mentions like it feels like they're more there's more promotion there so i it's just people aren't caring which we can't force people to care i guess
1: and and i think that that might be the deeper conversation where as of right now larry bird and magic johnson took co- commercial flights how is it that WNBA players are complaining about taking commercial flights
0: I can understand it for the teams that had chartered planes and were told they're not allowed to use them. That to me is like, well, if you can afford it, you should be able to do it. But I don't think it should be a guaranteed thing.
1: See, I was on that boat too, until I I think I read that that was part of the bargaining agreement that you can't have special perks for one franchise that you don't have for the rest of them. Um, So if the owners agree that we're not doing charter flights, you can't just be like, well, I have my own plane. So I'm going to do that. I was on the same side but like, yo, just give them a charter flight. If I if I have my own plan, I can do that. And then if you negotiated that you couldn't do that, you can't just do it out yeah, of Yeah, it's
0: the negotiation. Yeah. <clears throat> mm mm-hmm. That's why you bet on yourself a lot of the times.
1: Do you think that the NBA should initiate this rule? it's going I'm gonna call this the, the um the Kotman clause.
0: Okay. I'm all for every some NBA Every WNBA
1: so. team. Every WNBA team is allowed one male player who didn't make it to the NBA. Ooh.
0: Can you pull from the G League or just anyone? Yes.
1: yes. You had to have played actual, you have to play at least one minute in a regular season or playoff NBA game to not qualify.
0: Jamal Crawford would be putting up 70 right
1: now. But he already played. He already played in NBA.
0: Oh, oh! you said you can't have.
1: You can't have. You have to be like a player who might have been great in college and never Summer made it to the NBA. Summer Camp point star? There. Summer camp star, baby. Go get some this, of these and one. This, this, this could be
0: an option for John Diebler.
1: The Debs, man. How would, how would it look on a women's game if Debs, who's in his 40s at this point, is dropping, <laughs> dropping 40 a 80. game in the WNBA? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, could you imagine if, like, I
0: would try out. T.O. would go play. That that'd be my Philly prediction. don't
1: even have a WNBA team. I'm trying out. Yeah, you, you coming out. up to Connecticut? No, I might go to New York. Oh. Liberty. Uh, Rent Play with Sabrina. Thing. Play with Sabrina, though. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. I could average 10 assists a game playing with Sabrina. Yeah. I'm not even going to pretend like I'm good enough to be on a WNBA roster at this point in time. But I firmly believe if you told me in one year's time that this is going to happen, I'm getting some looks.
0: I, th- I think you put me on the aces, I'm getting eight to 10 assists. Not right now. Like you said, if I have a year to prepare, like...
1: I'm giving you 8 to 10 assists there. And I'm 5'8". A 5'8 player in WNBA could be a small forward.
0: Sure. I'm like a power forward. My, my body might be all right
1: as it is. You're about to be Charles Barkley for the WNBA. Getting 30 and 15.
0: I, I don't have the, I don't have as much of a draw as he does, though. So.
1: How do you think WNBA players would feel if my 5'8 ass is leading the league in blocks?
0: Um... You would be canceled for sure.
1: (laughs) Or or would I win a medal for being the greatest feminist known to man because I'm treating everybody equally?
0: Maybe known to man, but maybe not to woman.
1: No, that was the point. Feminist known to man. (laughs) (laughs) Because every (laughs) guy he did that shit, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be the kids from my high school that were like, uh, Title IX, I can go play on the field hockey team and then led the league in goals every year. True story.
1: Dude, that's insane. So what's up with your people, though, man?
0: You're going to have to clarify.
2: Oh, those oh, people? White oh. people. White people?
0: Specifically
1: uh, the ones who are afraid of black people.
0: I don't identify with those people, personally. Um, I don't know. Yeah, shit's crazy.
1: Um, How long can we say that, though? How long can we keep saying shit is crazy? No. You know, what I, it, was, she, you know what I thought you, shit was You know what I thought shit was you know what I thought she was crazy—the Batman shooter. I was like, "Shit, getting wild out here." Yeah,
0: shit's crazy that we still think shit's crazy. It feels like the Ukraine thing, like we talked about. People just forget that shit happens. I
1: don't Make think people way. forget this shit happens in America. I think that is a concerted effort to stop talking about it. Because mm. think about this though, Ivan. Like really think about this. <clears throat> Statistically speaking, white men have been the Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Wilt Chamberlain of mass shootings. If, if it was anything, league, you know what I'm saying? Hall of Fame, like y'all are, like y'all the white Bill Russells <laughs> when it comes to, to leading the league in this kind of shit. The championships of mass shooters. If it was any other race, could you imagine the education that would have been given, the the conversation that would have been had, the mass marketing that would have happened? We already forgot about the Vegas shooter and he killed more people in one swoop than any shooter in American history, if I'm if I'm correct.
0: Yeah, I think that would, I think that's right. We don't even know his name. Sure don't. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I I I don't really have any words for it.
1: You know when I you know my my feeble mind thought things were going to change a little bit was when Dylan Roof happened. Yeah, and the only reason I thought that was going to change things is because he did it in a Christian church. And America is so pro Christianity that I thought that was going to be one of those where it's like, oh, we all got to come together now. Like you can't be doing it. Like it wasn't because he killed black people because we obviously know that it doesn't move the needle as much as it should. But you kill black people who were worshiping a white God. White God, not my words. I'm just saying like how people looked at it in, in the inner city. Perceived white God. Perceived, you know what I'm saying? Christianity is perceived as a white religion, even though most of his followers aren't white in America, I would say, right. or in the world. But that's just one of those things where it's like, how could that be? Like realistically speaking, it's wild that like that didn't even move the needle. So when stuff like this happens, just like, oh, you shot some you shot you killed 10 people in a grocery store, and most of them were the elderly. Yeah. Crazy, man. These weekends are getting wild. What's happening on Monday? That's what it just feels like.
0: Yeah. It's exhausting. And so I can't even imagine how it feels for for you.
2: But Any day ending in a Y is
1: crazy these days. Feels like... like. I don't. I don't know, man. New York, state of New York. I think still has the death penalty, but I don't think they've used it in generations. Yeah. And yeah. If this don't get the death penalty, I don't know what will.
0: And it probably won't because the justice system is fucked. So.
1: But no, I think the justice system is working actually better than it should the justice system is working exactly the way it's designed
0: i i didn't say that i didn't say i disagree with that i just said it's still fucked
1: oh it's fucked as in it shouldn't be working the way it's working correct
0: yeah (laughs) i looked at it as i looked at it saying no i know i'm not saying i'm not saying it's operating differently than how it's designed
1: see i was looking at it the same way look at my knees like my knees are fucked
0: but (laughs) yeah well, but those still operate the same way that they should, given the no, integrity no, no. of them currently. No, no, no,
1: no. no. Can't put all those caveats in it. You can't be like, the justice system works the way if you don't look at it and you read all the amendments.
0: <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Your knees are fucked compared to my knees. Yes, yes.
1: And the crazy thing is, I was a star athlete. Imagine, I feel like the world, I feel like the universe is like, Reese, we can't give you all the gifts. So we're going to take away your mm. knees. We're going to take away uh, a lot of opportunities and you'll figure it out. Like if I had healthy needs and came from a not a broken home, I might have been Grand Hill. (laughs) 5'8 Grand Hill. Listen, man, I could have been a 5'8 Grand Hill. My ankles are still healthier than his.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. I I appreciate you comparing yourself to a Blue Devil as well. I know that's uh, near and dear to your heart.
1: I mean, we just talked about White Devil, so I feel like it was a natural transition.
0: Makes sense. Yeah.
1: That was good. Come on now. That was good. That
0: was good. Yeah. So no, you I... got in
1: these playoffs, man. You didn't reveal your picks.
0: Um, Celtics, Fofo. Don't watch them off, man. Watch them off, all right? <laughs> you felt very offended by that. Which is exactly
1: what I was hoping to gather out of that. If the only you saw if everybody was listening to see my eyes, I was just like, yo. Dog. If,
0: if there was a I'm way biased. to punch someone through a screen, it would have just happened.
1: Listen, I know I'm biased. I still think that 1983 Sixers team could beat any team in a seven game series. One game series, maybe not. Seven game series, I'm taking them.
0: No, I'll take the '86 Celtics. Um, no, you would have. Good no luck with that, Will, Will so Smith. N- name,
1: name your three. Name your three. Your three top players on the '86 Celtics.
0: Oh, we don't got three. We got. Way more than that.
1: No, you got way more Hall of Famers, but most of those Hall of Famers wouldn't even start on that. Circuit. Danny Ainge
0: punching someone.
1: Danny Ainge, Danny, Ainge, Ainge,
0: Danny Ainge and Andrew Tony are going at it.
1: <laughs> Danny Ainge ain't even getting Andrew Tony. Danny Ainge can't even touch Mari's cheeks. Murray's going to be like, I know I'm pretty. We'll be getting this shit in. Um, Larry Bird already got beat up by Doc. So what are we talking about here?
0: Larry is worth like two for, for of yours. No, he uh, ain't. He's
1: smoking dope. in 1983 dr j was like in the twilight of his career and he still was giving people 20 something and three steals a night oh but by the way and moses malone was a back-to-back mvp
0: when we won a championship y'all can't y'all not gonna be able to stop moses malone and and we can agree to disagree on this because there's no way to ever know for sure um but (laughs) i did love because i i sent i even texted you about this i love that mike Breen was telling the youngins watching um the Celtics and Bucks to go look up Elgin Baylor. I very much appreciated that. I love that. You know how we feel about Elgin Baylor on this podcast. They they talked about Elgin for like five minutes, just about how great he was. It was great.
1: I think Elgin Baylor, sad enough, was going to, I mean, I know because he just died, so that's also another reason why, but I think that he's going to be forgotten in history, and that's a tragedy of sports.
0: Yeah, you're probably not wrong.
1: Who who on your team you got with a name better than Mark Iveroni? Come on, man, we out here
0: swagging. It's a tough one for me to answer, I guess. I'm just saying, just man, Mark Ivoroni Like I could just be Mick Ivoroni. Um, that sounds racist. That's that's fine. That's fine.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds racist. Do I'm tell. Irish. It's all good.
1: <laughs> Carry on.
0: Oh, I, I need to get my uh, passport in order. My trip to Sicily later this year too. Ooh, you going to the African Italy? I'm. That's that's my Italy. It's, it's my heritage. I mean, I'm, I, I, I want to do. I'm I'm hoping I have. I, I wonder if I have some like North African somewhere in my genealogy.
1: If you're Sicilian, it's almost guaranteed because right. that it, Sicily did Carthaginian. Meet. You know they did meet C- with a um, Tunisian.
0: Africa. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Carthage.
1: We'll see. We'll see. I mean. I think it's interesting that we stop genealogy at the current countries. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Like, it's almost like, like if, if America was a country that was created in the last 30 years and you're 25, your lineage might just say you're American as opposed to the countries in which made America.
0: You know, these bitches don't know about Pangea. That's what it all comes back to. Oh, yeah,
1: they know about that Pangea Like People still believe Africa's a country. So you think they're going to believe Pangea? Sure. Like, that's crazy if you think about it. Like, the amount of people who, one, can't name all of the American states who are American, that's crazy.
0: I, and I, I two, don't understand people that, like, if I give them a blank map, you can't write what's where. Like, that is crazy to me. That, that, can't, that, people can't the, on, do that. the only
1: part that I give people a bail on nope. is when you go to the northern nope. part of... Oh, listen, listen to me. Because on most maps growing up, you can't actually see which state is which when you go to northern east.
0: You oh, gotta okay. Zoom in. Th- that's fair. That's what I was going to say. But, but if I zoom you in, you know, you, you can't know tell what's me. up there. But but you if, just don't know which one. If, if I zoom in, you need to be able to get it. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought yeah. you were going to say in. like Wyoming,
1: Colorado. It's like no, you. No, 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 no. no. I, w- I was basically saying because like when you see those old maps, it's just straight up like all of New England just bunched into one thing. You're just like that's New England, and then you start going to the nah, other ones. That nah, yeah. shit's so easy. I agree, but I I one have been to New England many a times in my life, but I also. One of my first gifts in my life was an abacus. So my family wasn't fuck around with that mm-hmm. education. Still not over that gift, man. That was that was some that was some underhanded. Uh, my fourth birthday bullshit. Hey, we got you a present. I thought it was candy. I thought it was a total open that bitch. I was an abacus. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> We're gonna teach you how to count. Why? <laughs> like, I, I have one of those when I was a kid too um i'm pissed i'm still mad about it i talked to my grandma about it the other day i was like remember you bought me a happy?" she's
0: like yeah yeah i was like this ain't funny (laughs) (laughs) She's like i'm gonna have to call you back i'm laughing too hard about this
1: ivan she wrapped it up in fucking birthday wrap i was like like don't do that just give it to me then like don't (laughs) just give it to me in
0: a bag a bag if you're gonna be a little mean
1: Dog, I was pissed. And then, like later on that year, man, she just left me in in, in uh kindergarten, I didn't even say anything and just walked out. I was like, Where you going? She's like, Well, this is your first day of school. Like, you couldn't tell me at home. she's gonna drop
0: me off. Like, this is kind of fucked up.
1: Never trusted her since, man. 27 years later, we still at this moment. You know,
0: we, we still moving.
1: So, what are you gonna do when the is get eliminated? Not care because you didn't watch basketball anyway.
0: Probably. <laughs> At least I'm honest. <laughs> no, I um this year I was slightly more invested in the Celtics than I have been I think in years past, just because I like their style of play a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. I I really like watching teams that move the ball really well, and they do do that more. Whereas I feel like even in some of the previous years, there's a lot of hero ball that I didn't care to watch. Um. I won't be distraught. I, you know, from even watching from afar, didn't expect them to do what they did. Um, I think it'll suck because like, I feel like from what I've seen, they are capable of beating any team. Mm -hmm. So that part always sucks. If you're able to win a championship and you don't Um, much like if you're able to win an MVP and then don't, um, you know, that that must really suck, but um, I'll get over it if/slash when they lose. Life moves on, and I'll focus on the Red Sox being bad.
1: Marcus Smart, Al Horford, Alpha Game War. Is
2: that true?
1: Mm-hmm. Just came through the wire. Al Horford protocols, Marcus Smart, foot.
2: And Kyle Lowry's out for Miami. Hmm.
0: That's an interesting one.
1: I think this is the game where, I mean, Miami has home court. If you lose game one, it is what it is. I think that if they're out for like the series, this might be a short one. Has
0: there been any, any update on Rob Williams? He's supposed to play. Okay.
1: I mean, as of now, you know how this shit go.
0: And I love that Al Horford was <laughs> at shoot-around with the entire team two hours ago. Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you think is the uh, next... So, through game two. Al Horford?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because he has a certain amount of days. What, um, what do you think is the next major American law to fall? And if you don't have Ooh. one, which one would you choose to fall?
2: Um, like a staple law
1: dealer's choice.
0: Can we can we just do away with the jaywalking laws? That, that feels like I feel like on the east coast
1: we've already gone, gone away with those. Yeah,
0: that's why I'm like, let's just can we just have an inconsequential change for for the first time in a while. You know what I mean? Like, nothing that, like actually <laughs> until somebody gets ran of the life. fuck over. <laughs> they go like, hey man, damn, that was Jay walking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody, so That's, that's Darwinism friends. at its finest. I think the next... If you decide made, to play Frogger, that's on you.
1: I will play Frogger every week just to remind myself I can do it. I think the next, the next major American law that should fall is... um. Naturalized citizenship when it comes to having privileges that other Americans don't. I don't hate that. Like, why is it that you can that's say that's not going to no, happen, but I wouldn't hate that? No, 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 definitely not going to happen. I mean. But why is it that because I was born here, I can run for president, but if you were here since you were one, right, you can't? What the fuck is that?
0: I agree. <laughs> like, that's just crazy. Man. You know what I think we should do? Um, is I'm doing this for someone's birthday. This is totally unrelated, but, you know, just thinking of citizenship, because I thought that I was going to be eligible for Irish citizenship. I'm not. Um, Why not? I think I'm one generation too far. Um,
1: wait, 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 before you keep going, look into it a little bit deeper, because I'm not sure if Ireland did what um, other places have done, where you might be able to get citizenship through a specific city in Ireland, but not by the whole country, which will help the process as well. Some countries have done that, where it's like the whole country may not back you, but certain areas will, like in Africa, which is obviously a continent, not a country. Ghana has given a lot of Black American citizenship to Africa through Ghana, where the continent of Africa wasn't going to do it, but Ghana was like, no, you can become a citizen in Ghana because your lineage comes from slavery and a lot of slaves came from Ghana, yada, 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 boom. It feels like a slightly
0: different situation, but fair. I would, say,
1: um, I, I would say this. Ireland arguably is more developed than the Ghana is, so maybe not. I
2: don't know.
1: What you going to do when I become a citizen through, through Galway? I'm like, yeah, we got you, Reese. I mean, you see
0: this shit? <laughs> yeah, that, that would piss me off if I can't do it through Cork, um, which I think Listen, is ours. 8%, baby, we out here. Um, yeah, I'm over 50 but I think we should work on our Scottish uh, citizenship by buying land in Scotland for 50 bucks and making ourselves lords um, and then go visit our little plots of land. You
1: I'm going to say what every American has been thinking for generations but are afraid to say. I don't understand Scotland.
0: The haggis, or, or just
1: the country. flag? The country. I don't understand it. I feel like it feels like a country that it was made in the Sims. And people just stopped playing the sims and then it just became what it is today like it feels like feels like there's a lot of stuff that like can't be real and you realize it is real and then there's a lot of stuff that you're like this has to exist and then it doesn't exist and you're just like who made this country and who just left it alone like you realize
0: scotland has not been in like a major okay, conflict
1: since before we were born
0: you're entitled to claim irish citizenship if any of the one things apply you were born nope you were born one of your parent, one or both of your parents was an Irish or British citizen and died before you were born. Nope. Um, I don't think that one.
2: No. You were born abroad
0: and one of the following scenarios apply to you. Okay. One or both of your parents were born in Ireland. Nope. Your grandparent was born in Ireland. Nope. Because so I think there was a great grandparent, but it's my
2: great-great-grandparent.
0: Uh, so I think had my dad done this and gotten citizenship before I was born, I'd be entitled to it.
2: Mm.
1: Now I just want to get Irish citizenship just to prove that I can do it.
0: Well, that's fine. My mom needs to get her Italian citizenship done.
1: Me and George Bess.
0: Well, he's not Republic of Ireland. I don't care. He's Northern Ireland, which is equally confusing to Scotland. I don't care. Let well,
1: me get a North Ireland. <laughs> I'm going to visit North Korea in the next two years because I'm about to meet Dennis Rodman next year. I'll say that's and... a
0: great example of why the North version of something is not the same as the one that gets more commonly recognized.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. North Philly. Is different. recognized way more than every part of Philadelphia because of the violence and the drugs. But it doesn't matter. We still get recognized more.
0: I didn't say you don't get recognized more. I'm just saying they are recognized differently. <laughs> like Northern Ireland is about, different than the Republic of Ireland.
1: Tell me something about South Philadelphia.
0: A bunch of bunch of Italian people there.
1: Allegedly, why? Because the Italian market that's that's racist. There's not a lot of German people in Germantown anymore.
0: That's fair. There's an exotic meat market. Uh, down there where you can buy kangaroo
1: you got that right i'm pretty sure that's still not legal but we still rocking out i don't know how they got <laughs> that through customs
0: <laughs> they, they had the permits <laughs> in that shop all over the place it's like no we swear <laughs> this is legit <laughs> so yeah, i remember thinking that be like they have so many permits on the walls dude they are they printed those out themselves they got like permits
1: yeah. for like elephant tusks like where you get ivory permits from these don't even exist hey i was gonna say it tasted good the kangaroo did not taste good yeah, you said that. You said it was tough and gamey. It smelled like roadkill, because there's no fat on it.
0: I mean, I've eaten meat
1: without no fat, but it still tastes Oh, yeah, that, that
0: got asked in my team chat at work the other day, and it was like, what's the weirdest thing you've eaten? And I was like, well, it's either Rocky Mountain oysters or kangaroo. And they were like, where did you have the kangaroo? And, or, 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 no, but I said, well, I, I, I'm not sure which one's weirder. And they said, where did you get the kangaroo? I said, an exotic meat market in Philadelphia. I realized just saying that. Now that's the weirder one. <laughs> 100%
1: We
0: <sounds laughs> yeah. get it from the,
1: web, the dark web. That's where and, I got it. Go.
0: And they also the same thing. It was like, there's no, that sounds so sketchy. I was like, I swear they had their permits. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what they do? They probably put up a bunch of permits for shit that everybody can get. Like, here's my venison permit. Here's yeah. my alligator permit. And then all the shit. We, that we, did, sell, buy,
0: we did buy no elk permit. there too. So yeah, it makes sense. Okay, Rogan. Shit sure was good.
1: What do you think? Excuse me. What do you think America will care about next? Nothing. <laughs> I was going to give you options, but okay.
0: What, what were my options?
1: Preserving of animal life. Yeah, the other one. Finally, recycling.
0: No, definitely not that much. Right.
1: Ending gentrification.
0: America's <laughs> built on gentrification.
1: Mm, not really. Because well, while in America. People now You, you, think you can't just... gentrify something that nobody else has ownership to.
0: Well, people had ownership and then we just said they didn't.
1: You're pretending like America looked at them as people.
0: That's fair. <laughs> um, well, the first two kind of go hand in hand of like animal lives and recycling. And no one gives a shit about those two things maybe we'll, we'll want to go gentrify somewhere else and just, mm. you know, go back to an empirical state of taking over Canada or something.
1: You think what happen first, America succeeds land or America expands its borders? Expands
0: borders.
2: Which country? Um.
1: Because I low-key think Canada's waiting for a problem to pop off. I, th- I don't believe the whole we're pacifists, we don't have a military. I think they've just been waiting and been like, let a motherfucker try me.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: they're, they're just sending out hockey enforcers.
1: <laughs> you think Wayne Gretzky can only shoot a puck? Okay. No.
0: Um, probably Mexico.
1: You think we could take over Mexico that easy?
0: No, I didn't say that. I, I think we'll start with Cancun. Mm-hmm. And then we'll work our way.
1: I feel like America would do some. I feel like we would do some dumb shit where we'll be like, we're taking over Honduras. We're gonna skip over Mexico. We're gonna go for the next closest country that we think we can reform. We could be like
0: Mexico. Still, going to be, we're gonna be like the first country that has expanded borders where there's a country in the middle of our country. Well, no, that's just like what an empire. Like we have like the Virgin Islands, we have Puerto Rico. Like I could see no, us no, taking no, the entire. No, no, but that, that's different though because that's that's not America. They don't have American
1: citizenship. They can't vote. Like that's different. I'm talking about like, but they pay their taxes. Like,
0: yeah, they do. <laughs> and you know what they? You know what they've always said in America: taxation is great without representation. That's what they said back in the day. I think back in the day, they was like, "Fuck!" They found out about taxes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can see us taking over like a Belize. I can see a, You know what's? I can see us being like, "Fuck it, we're going after Brazil." They're Christian, we're Christian, we're gonna make this work.
0: We're just gonna go after Britain just out of sheer pettiness.
1: No, we're gonna go after like the United Kingdom. We're gonna like, we don't even that's want the best part of it. Yeah, we don't, we we want all
0: of it. We want we want to be like we maybe, want everything. Maybe that's what Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds are doing by buying teams in uh, Wales. It's like that's just everyone thinks it's all funny and they're just slowly taking over all of Wales.
1: Dude, I can 100% see us waging a war that means nothing just because we're bored. Like, I think Americans are bored. I think we're that just like...
0: feels like the American way.
1: No, nah, we usually create a reason why. I feel like this might be one yeah. of those where we're, like, we're not...
0: No. I feel a, like this but might but be like, one like, of those... Half, how often is it, like, really something that affects us? That's that's a different question. We're bored. Mm. We're, we're, we're... America is the Rodney Harrison of this whole thing. Where it's like, we're going to just convince ourselves that we're the underdog somehow. No one believes think, in our strength. And it's like, yes, I don't
1: they think, do. I don't think that's it. I think that we find a reason to be the victim when we're the bully. Yeah, that was the Rodney Harrison. No, but I never thought Rodney Harrison was really a bully. I thought Rodney Harrison was a no, lot of No, but he would, he players, would but... try
0: and convince the whole team no one believes in us. Dog, we're 17-point favorites. Everyone thinks yeah, we're but... good. No, like, nah, no one believes in us. We're the underdog. Yeah, but that's CTA. That's different.
1: Is America? Uh, C- the I CTA don't know. America countries.
0: Yes, and, <laughs> for, and Florida is Aaron Hernandez.
1: Nah, nah, nah. Is Aaron Hernandez. No, no, nah. no. Texas is Antonio Brown. No, no. Texas is Aaron Hernandez. Florida is
0: Antonio Brown.
1: Florida is definitely Antonio Brown because it's irrational. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. There. And the Mississippi is Junior Seau.
2: Everybody pretends
1: like it's good until it ain't. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And the entire Northeast is what? Just like quarterbacks. The
1: ent- no, the entire Northeast is Peyton Manning's neck. Like we're gonna be great while we can be great, but when we're we fall apart, by a thread. Dude, when we fall <laughs> apart, <laughs> you have to drag us to the finishing line. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad. I don't hate that. Dude, that's that that's like a wild thought. Like I, I firmly believe that. If you took what
0: was
1: Brett gifted, Favre? Brett Favre? He's Wyoming like, just by himself. I was just
0: say like Colorado, we're just like ah oh, fuck it, whatever happens happens.
1: No, nah, he's Montana where like we let bears just run wild. Like this is their habitat too. i like kill the bear. Like in my mind, <laughs> kill that fucking
0: bear. <laughs> no, no, because no, Brett Favre is like a gunslinger. So it's just like yeah, mm-hmm. I'm shot, shotgun lawfare.
1: Dude, I, I anybody, I never feel bad for any people who get. Remember the bear whisperer? Remember that guy? No. This was I the mid he was dude. killed by a bear. Him and his girlfriend was mauled by grizzly bears when he was trying to live in their sanctuary. Sounds about right. And this was the this is the mid two thousands. There's a whole documentary about him, but then it became like this big tragedy. And I was like, "Where's the fucking tragedy? Like, what are we talking about here?" Like, I I met grizzly bears when I was in Washington. Four of them. I was like, "Nope." <laughs> I was just sort sure of like, uh-uh. "Yeah, they're big.
0: They're they're big, I, and they're bears."
1: dude, anything that's that's that big that's also faster than me, that's also stronger than me, that also can climb, fish and swim better than me, but also they don't even do the courtesy of killing you before they eat you. They eat you while you're alive. I can't fuck with that. That's efficiency. I respect that. No, that's why guns were created. Fuck that. Like, what are we talking about here? No, see, my thing thing is you shouldn't be that close to a bear. I don't think that bear should be that close to me. I think that was different.
0: No, it depends where you are. If if you're in a bear I was in a city. No, yeah, for see. you, that's cool. If, if you're in a bear <laughs> sanctuary, that's on you. You deserve oh, I it. I agree.
1: Not. I agree. I don't believe in any wildlife attacks because we're in their habitat. I've never seen a wildlife attack in my home. Never.
0: No shark hey, has ever hey, swam
1: through my living room.
0: That's, that's the classic orca right there. There have been no fatal attacks on humans in the wild, only in captivity. I believe that, man. The only, Speaking of the which, only I watched fetal- Free Willy again the other night. Still a phenomenal movie. One and two are phenomenal. Yeah, well, one is on Netflix, so that's the only one I watch. But two is also is phenomenal. one the, the song with Michael Jackson,
1: or is it number two? Michael Jackson has like the the title think, track of one of those. I think movies. two. That's crazy that Michael Jackson had to get the sequel. That's how big Free Willy was. Yo, Mike, you can get the we sequel, go. dog. We got this one figured out. Free Willy is the goat. Orcas, dude. I remember when Free Willy came out on tape, mm-hmm. and the the box was like white and blue, and like my cousin had it. Yeah, I have, I, I still
0: own Free Willy on VHS back home.
1: I only own two tapes on VHS and it's Space Jam and the Pokemon Promo series. We still got a few, out. I
0: think. I found No, not mass. we. I'm talking
1: about me. My yeah. family got tapes. I'm talking about like ones that are mine. I only have two left.
0: Well, I just have to reclaim my property. I think.
1: What's your what's the best movie or show you've ever watched on tape compared to digital? I already got mine in, in Tuck.
0: Never thought about I'm gonna tell you
1: mine so you could think a little deeper. Yeah, I don't know
0: I have
1: one. The but. original Rugrats movie per orange tape.
0: Oh that's that a great call.
1: Dude, dude, we used I was to just, run that back after of, like,
0: watching actual movies, <laughs> but the, the orange is a strong the orange tape is strong,
1: and it was it was always one of those. Like if you watched the movie already and you're rewinding it, you can't really get that. I mean, I have Vvr so I get it now, but before that, you couldn't really rewatch it and feel good about it, and then when the tape popped you like oh it's ready got the popcorn what's going on here yeah, like people, what's happening
0: kids these days will never know that
1: dude they would never understand the whole thing don't look you're gonna ruin a movie and then you'd be like oh it's good or you let it rewind too much and that Remember shit every time
0: it. you bring one back from blockbuster and it wasn't rewound oh yeah oh yeah they charge you like a dollar fifty or some crazy shit yeah dude um, do you think that you I, think I always blockbuster- think of the lion king with that just because that's when i think of vhs that's what i think of watching dude i love the lion king I've re I've rewatched that again uh last weekend or the weekend before.
1: Did you notice that in The Lion King, Scar is a cannibal? Yes. Isn't that crazy? Did they put that in the kids' movie? That he's a cannibal.
0: Um, yeah, but it's also based on Hamlet, which is certainly not a kid's story. Do you think Blockbuster is the biggest L we
1: took as a society in our generation? Um because no. there was a community of Blockbuster. Like, Blockbuster was a community affair.
0: Yeah. No, I, I loved Blockbuster. I also wish that Netflix still had more of its soul from when it first started. Like, sending out DVDs. I, I loved getting that Netflix DVD in the mail. When the little that first red envelope. Started. Yep. Um, so, I'm sad that we moved away from that.
1: So, what's the biggest L in our generation now?
0: I don't know that we have enough time to get into those. Uh, Even though our
1: generations no. aren't technically exactly the same. But Blockbuster's up there for me, man, because Blockbuster was an event. There's like, still one, right? There's was, still one up in hmm? Alaska? It's not in Alaska. It's outside of Alaska, I'm pretty sure. I think it's in the West Coast. I think it's literally like in – it might be in Washington.
0: It's, it's Washington, Oregon, or uh, Alaska.
1: It's Alaska. in the Pacific Alaska. area. I'm going to say Washington. Bend, Oregon. Oregon? Okay. Yeah, All right, there. so
0: we're going down there when I come out to visit, right?
1: Dude, 100%. They used to sell the snacks that the movie theater. So, like, when have you ever seen the movie theater snacks anywhere else besides Blockbuster at that point?
0: Oh, no, oh they sure. got snow
1: caps. Oh, they got cookie dough. Oh, they got
0: Oh, this is going to be the greatest six and a half hour drive that we ever take.
1: Oh, that's light work. That's light work. And then we can stop, we can stop in Nike town before we get there.
0: Um, that's in Eugene, though, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so that's past the blockbuster. But we can we can go. Ahead. Know,
1: but we'll stop in Nike Town first. I feel like blockbuster is gonna be a shorter trip once we get there. I Feel like mm-hmm. Nike Town might be like we might be here for three hours.
0: That that might be why we need to go to Blockbuster first, though.
1: Or or we make a weekend of it, and we we spend a day in Eugene, and then we spend Man. a day in Portland.
0: I think that's the move.
1: So, so what would you consider the biggest L your generation took, man? Culturally, culturally. Um, was, it, was it when you started calling everything artisanal?
2: No. <laughs>
0: um,
1: was it when Starbucks became on every corner?
0: When social media? Well, I guess that's that's always kind of in there so a little bit. Of that when social media. Um,
1: if you're going to say this, you got to call it a platform.
0: No, because it applies to all of them. Or I'll or, or say this, when follower account became a form of currency.
1: I got to disagree because when you had Tumblr, you didn't care about that.
0: Yeah, that was cool. You said all of them. No, I'm saying the ones where cloud <laughs> became currency. Follower account mm. became currency. That is the L.
2: Mm. Well, you we can't. Even way say too all many to people
0: matter. I'm just saying. Anywhere where you feel like because you have followers or because you got retweets, somehow you're more important than the next person.
1: See, I can't give you that. Only reason I can't give you that is because when Facebook came out, it was a college platform. I know because I was in, I was about to go to college when it happened. So you I was couldn't in just seventh grade people. and I was on
0: that one. Man.
1: Cause you couldn't just add people, you couldn't just accept like you had to literally go through a whole forum in order to do it. So if you had followers, that really meant that somebody put the effort into this whole thing. I think that the follower thing became more... Pre- I think the follower thing became Is, a is it MySpace's
0: thing. fault? It's the top five. Well, MySpace became...
1: That? MySpace was before Facebook. I know. So that's what I, I'm
0: saying. Was it really on them?
1: Um, I would say... The reason I would say no is because back then there was very few bots. So people who were on MySpace was really on MySpace. Like when you would see... One of my favorite things... I'm going to admit to this. I haven't admitted to this in my whole life. 20 years of me holding this in. Maybe not 20. That's a little too much. 15 years of me holding this in. When I would be on MySpace late at night and I would see who's online and I'm creeping. I'm being like, yo, what's going on? Yada, yada I'm trying to holler. It's 1130 and you online and MySpace told me you online? We talking. What are we doing? What's cracking? What's going on? I got trips to Europe because of MySpace. Europe, I mean, offers because of MySpace. I got so many things that came through MySpace and it was just like, yeah, man, we are connecting. So, to me, because bots weren't really a thing back then, I'm giving my space, I'm shooting my space to Bell, that it wasn't as bad as Twitter and Instagram became.
0: Yeah. Because I, I think, like, Instagram is the worst. Like, even, like, Vine, TikTok, now that... Like RIP to Vine. And those were all big, yeah, RIP to Vine. But, like, that that was the first start of, like, true... Well, YouTube had it, too, of course, but, like, true internet stardom but like flash in the pan overnight internet stardom i feel like
1: youtube didn't have internet thing. stars until right the August.
0: right that's what i was gonna say vine and tiktok are the more overnight apparently now you're a star type of thing because <laughs> mm-hmm. twitter i'll actually give credit people that are really successful on twitter usually deserve it
1: who are who are some people or what type of people are successful on Twitter? I just don't know anymore because I'm not connected. Funny
0: people.
1: I find. Wait, wait. What do you, what do you consider fun, like like funny people who are, who are only tweeting people. or like putting up pictures and videos too or doing like the extra Twitter stuff? Or is it just straight up tweets?
0: I prefer the straight up tweets type people.
1: Give me an example of somebody who is successful and funny on Twitter besides Brandon Shop. I
0: thought you wanted someone who was successful. Why did you say other than?
1: I do want to talk about shop this this podcast too, so we will be talking about that. In a I think we
0: might be running out of time for for shop talk, but um, uh, Tyler, I am is a good one. Um, I don't
1: know who that is. Um, what are we talking about?
0: Um, uh, hoops <coughs> culture. Um, he's like one of the bigger people off of like Black Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. but he's fucking hysterical, and he had he was like a completely anonymous personality. Those are people I love on Twitter. Or it's like completely mm-hmm. anonymous and you're just look funny. Like, you can go back through some of his, like, huge tweets. Like, people have made brackets of his best tweets ever because they're that good. I think the all-time favorite has always been, It it's just a single tweet that says, um, I, I got to find it because I don't want to butcher it. But me feels like
1: I got to get successful enough to bring back all my social media and have an assistant who only does it but only quotes me. And that way I can never be tied completely to it. Like, I didn't touch anything. I just said this all out. Yeah. True. Because my whole JFK bit, that would have killed on Twitter. Or I might just do five minutes of it on stand-up. We'll see. It,
0: it was just unsolicited. It just, it just said, she's just having a little sex, bro. She's going to text you back. No worries. <laughs> and it's like the simplicity, because all of his tweets, like, He has, let me see how many tweets he currently has. Here's the one thing I will say is there can be a lot, but he also interacts a lot. So he has 580,000 tweets. I think
1: I might have 2000 tweets if I brought my Twitter back.
0: But like a lot of his is interacting with, um, yeah. You ever seen your mama strung out while you studied division?
1: Yes, actually.
0: (laughs) These are his tweets. Um, and then, in the same breath, he did a tier list of frozen pizza, and and he does videos. But he's like now done it into like now he does videos and interviews with the NBA like Hall of Fame alumni or NBA alumni. Um,
1: is there money in this though?
0: Yes. Well, not necessarily in Twitter itself, but what you can get it parlay into. from Twitter. So, like, he was with Barstool for a while. And that's how I first became aware of him. And he had a huge podcast, very successful, Mm -hmm. a lot like ours, where like, except theirs were like four hours long, and they might get into the intro music an hour and 15 minutes in. And all of their ad reads that were supposed to be 40 seconds would be 10-minute banter. I I once watched one of their podcasts where this is an NBA podcast. They just watched Pedro Martinez pitch for three hours in like an old recording and commentated on it. It the most ridiculous thing.
1: So let me ask you this.
0: But if it's, we, it's the community that it creates that I love for him, too. Okay. It's like It's like everyone responds to him with his type of humor, which then mm-hmm. becomes a more cyclical community, which I really like.
1: If you and I really sat down off camera and put together a game plan, how fast do you think we can get signed by Barstool?
2: Now? I don't know. I mean, if we take into account, wait, wait, take into account,
1: take into account, I will bring all my social media platforms back. If we put together a plan, I'm like, yeah, we want to just do this on our off time. We're going to do this, yada, yada, yada. Because we have stories that we've never told on any podcast ever that we talk to each other about that are like ridiculously incriminating. And it's like Um, one of those things. Like, this is like, I would say this is like the mild sauce of our actual conversation, this
0: podcast. Oh, for sure. (laughs) <laughs> um i think i think if we quit everything that we do and we're like able to financially assist okay mm-hmm. you're talking mm-hmm. just just no, side no, no, hustle no, no, no. I'm straight side hustle like our lives don't stop because of this okay um it's interesting one Like you know, even with this, there's so much more shit I or we could be doing mm -hmm. that I just don't put the effort into. That's why
1: I said I would bring back my social media platforms. Like I would like, let's just say this. We're all in on this being a side hustle, not this is a side hustle. So I think if we we really
0: committed like as much free time to it as we could, six months.
1: I was gonna say the same shit. I was gonna say by December. Yeah, I really was gonna say that. And the reason why I say this is because. Not only do we have the personalities and the stories, but like if we really, you're great at Photoshop. I still need those no shirts,
0: by the way. I do. Um, yes. I really need those no shirts. I, I made, I actually made a, an alarm in my phone and the, the, whatever random day I picked for it, I was in like the shittest, most exhausted mood. And I was literally laying in bed and I go, can't fucking do that right now.
1: <laughs> Dude, I, I'm say right now, uh, once those shirts are, I'm going to I'm do that. Part
0: of it. I'm going to do that during the Celtics tonight That's oh my doing. god because I'll, it, until they start losing then I'm we'll gonna stop until they're winning again and I also
1: won. have yeah. I have a dope thing I'm we'll gonna put on the back of the shirts too which is okay. gonna bring it to a higher
0: level but what else it's, I it's his head on with the, or just really the Cameron shirt on him or just with the head right Cameron shirt on you him. said the pink Cameron shirt with Foxy. Well, there
1: is no real pink camera. So that whole picture was from Fashion Week. Like he was in like Paris, I think. Okay. And he was just like, <laughs> Yeah, so it has to be like, Yeah, that's what I need. Him with the with the pink fur and the pink cell phone. And okay. we're gonna get this shit cracking.
0: Okay, I'll get on that.
1: And I'm gonna gift it but- to some of his family members, and they have no clue I'm gonna do that. <laughs> and yeah, I'm no, I I I might record- I think I
0: think if we went really ham on it, where it was like there's you know, it's like giving up nights out doing other stuff or all that stuff. Like I I think six months.
1: I, I believe that too, man. And I'm not saying that to, to to ring our bell because you know, I'm our I'm my biggest critic. I really do believe that if we really wanted to, like to me, to me, one of the reasons why, excuse me, I committed to doing this is so that we check in every week.
0: Yeah. That's like the biggest thing. Everything else is gravy. Right. Yeah, no, and that's what I love about it. But you yeah, know, I feel like it, like we could be like we we also probably don't even make sure that we're in the best situations like oh we're having drinks or like we're just showing like we could get more amped up for sure too easy <laughs> like i said this is our c-level conversations
2: eh, that might like, be
0: generous
1: even yeah that might be really generous <laughs> can you imagine if you and i
0: literally the night see, before we, we did a podcast. See, that's the podcast the other thing is if we were like physically together it would be way easier because we'd be like be like, alright this episode we're both going to eat a pocky hot chip right before we start recording
1: you know what I think we should do when we see each other in about a week we should just record like three of these Jones, like every other day like one every other day and just like do something stupid every single time being like yo I just put this strudel in the microwave for five minutes we're going <laughs> to bite into it as soon as <laughs>
0: Yo, it, the Hot Pockets had to go for a minute and a half. I did three. Dude, just, just lava in your fucking face. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Like, that's, that, be well, insane. that's the thing for us, is if we had the video content, that... We're basically Steve-O. Yeah, I, I don't have as much of a rasp in my voice as Steve-O does, but... Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let, let's let's finish off on a bad note. What do you want to talk about with Shab? Have you seen
1: everything that went on with him and Bobby Lee? Uh-uh, I don't think so. Okay, so last time we talked about Shab, it was about the gringo poppies, you know, the best spin-up uh, set since Delirious, Eddie Murphy. Um, so apparently, somewhere along the line, Shab had his own team who did research on all of the Reddit hate he's been getting And for the last four to five years, it's been coming from a Bobby Lee account through Tiger Belly. So he went on Tiger Belly to confront them about it last weekend. One of the most awkward, painstaking podcasts I've ever seen or listened to in my entire life. And I'm not just saying that. Like literally when I say that, it was like one of those things where you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? Was Bobby like, yeah, it was me. No, Bobby's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then Koala that's not her name. Yeah, but like Kalila. Kalila, uh, she's just there being. I
0: think like,
1: that's right. I have no idea if that's right. Sure. I think it's Kalila. She's there being mm, not the most uh palatable person in the world. Um, and then they're asking about everything. So you didn't ask this person to walk to your truck. You didn't do this. You didn't sue this person. You did And they're going hard. They're going hard in the paint. I think you should watch. It. I think you should listen to it, dude. Like I know you don't give a fuck about it, but I would love to know your opinion on it after you listen to it. It's like,
0: I, I, I can uh, I can add that I'm I'm still catching up on, on some other podcasts right now, but I can I can try and but get to get this that is
1: one you don't have to pay attention to, but you just have to listen to it. Yeah, that, so that's, that's a good know.
0: like while I'm cooking dinner type thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, I say that because Shop has been straight up being like, I want to talk to everybody who has been an issue at this point. Not everybody, but people who matter. Has he tried a mirror? Uh, I don't know if that's the case. I think it's just more about he's just trying to get an understanding of where people are coming from and why they're coming from it, which I commend, you know. And he's having some tough conversations, man. Like I've seen two different like he was on with Gary Vee, and Gary V didn't know who the fuck he was, really. You I didn't on watch Gary the, I, v? yeah, I didn't watch the podcast at all. I saw his his uh thick boy uh, vlog of it, and I was like, Why'd well, you put this up? <laughs> like he's been one of those so, so i give him credit for really going hard And he's been real honest he's looked in the cameras like i'm not on social media because that shit hurts my feelings man shirt up and down i don't know how to say it anything else it's not cool it's not funny it's not it's just this shit just hurts my feelings so i choose not to be on it and i'm like i respect that i can do what i can do with that you know what i'm saying but then so many people in thick boy network is leaving you know what i mean cat just quit i, saw, I just saw uh, yeah. one of the editors just quit um it's a lot think, of shit going on. Uh,
0: you may know because you've listened to some of these. Does he think that it's good? Like, I, I know it's shitty to say that, but like, I haven't watched it and I won't probably. But Gringo Poppy? Right. But it's like, does he, is he able to recognize why people criticize it? I'll put it to you
1: like this You know who helped make it? No. Andrew Schultz and Akash Singh. And they're funny and they they were like the kings of the youtube comedy thing. Yeah. So, he went and got them to help him make it. So Interesting. And they and they both signed off on it. Yeah, so that, to me that's to me that says I don't even know if they're friends. I think that, that to me that says that it definitely shows growth from the standup that you didn't watch even though You know it you growth five, Five hours of us hanging out in about a week, we're gonna watch all of Brendan shops comedy.
0: You have to fucking tie me down, dude.
1: <laughs> if I fly in, I can't bring anything uh that's gonna make it better, but if I drive in, I will. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh man, this is so bad. <laughs> I, 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 I actually... But it did do show that, growth. That, that, it showed that, growth. Okay, Seriously, I watched
0: all of it. It showed, it showed a tremendous amount of... Like, okay, tremendous amount of... Like, it. it's night and day. Yeah, the other thing is, like, I do want to get back to watching more Netflix. Or not Netflix, but just stand-up specials. I watched uh, Chris Stefano's new one. Did you watch Rothanyu? Which one? Rothanyu. Gerard Carmichael that came out three weeks ago. No, I
1: didn't. I is no that on Netflix? It's yeah, on HBO Max.
0: Okay.
1: Ivan? I haven't I that. I'm not even joking with you. You know, I ask you to watch a lot of shit.
0: That's you one. need to watch
1: this for me, and let me know when you're watching it because I would love to put it on with you at the same time.
0: Okay, I did watch a while. I still have to watch the Equalizer, but I, I at least own it now. Um, no, no, no. This, this is what I'm. This right here. I don't even know if this is
1: technically a stand-up special. That's how deep this is. Rathi,
0: I got you. Oh, directed by Bo Burnham too. Interesting.
1: All Carmichael's uh, specials are directed by Bull Burnham. He has three of
0: them.
1: All fire. Super fire, actually.
0: I'll check it out. Um, have you ever watched the movie Midsummer? Yes. That's just true.
1: Multiple tribute. times.
0: I watched that last night for the first time.
1: Last night? What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you, Doc? If you watch watching on a random Monday night.
0: <laughs> um, it, So the reason that I watched it wasn't totally random. But so like uh, some of the friends up here, they they wanted to have like a midsummer themed party not with the f- activities of the the film but i don't believe you
1: i don't um, believe any white people who tell me that they want to have well now now a, i'm concerned now i'm concerned yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. hey man we're gonna do this whole
0: slavery thing but not in the same shackles yeah. and chains but but uh i was like so i i've been like okay i need to watch them and i knew that people thought it was a really good movie but it was mm-hmm. like every time that i went to watch it, it was like two and a half hour runtime. I'm just not feeling it, whatever night. And last night oh, I was long like long as
1: know. shit. Yeah.
0: And then I heard the director's cuts another 40 minutes, and I was like, I definitely not doing that. Um, but last night I was like, all right, I got the time. It was like it was like right around that time of night where it's like I have two and a half hours and it won't be way too late. Cause that was the other thing. It's like the nights where I'm like, oh, I'm energized, I can do it. It's already 8:30 and I'm gonna be miserable, like the next day. But yeah, no, don't I you just watching
1: it. it? Why, why don't you just watch it in segments then? Like things like that.
0: Oh, I can't do that. Really. Yeah, I can't watch shit in segments. Dude, I can definitely... That's why, that's why I'm a terrible hours. movie watcher. Mm. It's it's because it's all... Or nothing. I, I need to commit to it, yeah. Um, mm. But I, I texted them after. I was like, one, concerned about the party. Two, I'm in a mix of that was a really great film and what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> and, and they were like, yeah, that's the normal reaction. I was like, it's that, a weird thing to feel.
1: Did I ever show you Green Room? I think I showed you it in my room one day. Like, Green Room was, like, about the punk rock band who takes a gig at a Nazi bar and then shit just goes left.
0: Um, I think.
1: And I talked about, about it to you a lot. I don't know if I ever showed it to you, but that's one of those ones where it's just like, this is a great movie. I don't know what the fuck I just watched, but it was great.
0: I'd have to rewatch again. I'm not sure.
1: Do Green Room. I think Green, green Room, I think is better than Midsummer. I don't even think it's called Midsummer. I think it is uh
0: Midsummer.
1: I don't, don't think it's Midsummer. I think it's my Summer, Mot Summer or something like that. But no, whatever. it's M
0: I D, but
1: I know, but I don't think it's pronounced mid. I think it's like Motsummer. I think it's from a play.
0: Or Midsummer's Night Dream.
1: I don't think it's Midsummer's Night Dream at all. Because that was not a dream, nor was it night. (laughs) That shit was just fucked. Put a little bit of my period blood in your food, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah. That movie's fucked. On all levels. See, that movie makes me miss me not having a girlfriend because I would just throw that on without telling her and she'd be really (laughs) mad at me. It's
0: like, oh, it's a really sweet romantic comedy.
1: I'm like, hey, babe, (laughs) it's like 10 (laughs) Things I Hate About You.
0: Yeah. Also a good movie, though.
1: Mm, mm, mm. great movie great, great watch movie. them off man Yes. come on okay now. that's come hard. on now i'm sorry come on, i'm sorry come on man. i'm like <laughs> i put that yeah, it's all up dude when that got on hbo max i used to put that shit on just because i'll be cleaning the crib to that <laughs> I, I genuinely think it was one of the first things i watched on disney plus dude it's so great and the soundtrack is outstanding so good that's oh, r.i.p oh my. to my guy heath man Heath is still that my might be another three.
0: rewatch though that might be a, a, a rewatch upcoming. Just dude, to... Heath
1: Ledger is arguably one of my five favorite leading men ever.
0: That's I love Heath fit. Ledger, man. I don't hate it.
1: Dude, Heath is the, he the man. And he was so young, dude, like 27? Come on, man.
0: 27 club is real. I'll be 27 this year.
1: I'm going to keep it real with you. When I was dating um, – I'm not going to say her name. but I was dating a, a, a young lady – and I hit 27, she waited until I was 28 to tell me how petrified she was all year.
0: Okay, let me, let me do the math. That was 2017. Okay. Is it the same person that you were with It's like, right? Is that my timeline right? Okay, uh, I think I know. If if my memory serves correct. Oh, yeah, because you were 28 of right the next year. Okay, I can do the math. Yeah.
2: I'm already worried for myself.
1: Listen, man, have you listened to Machine Gun Kelly 27?
0: Yes, that's, that's what i was just playing in my head. <laughs> See, this is why this works is we we think the same way.
1: Look at my look at my wall, man. One, two, three, four, five people who didn't make it to 27. Make it through 27. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 27, 27, 25, 26, 20. There's some generational L's. I I think that that should be like a part of our next podcast where it's just like, talk about the generational L's that you have faced that you could not change. Because, like, even we look at my wall of musicians. The fuck was I going to do about any of these people? I was alive, except for Jimmy Hendrix. I was alive for every one of these people to die. Every single one of them. Yeah. The fuck was I going to do? But they, but they deeply impacted up. my trajectory.
0: It's true. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to give that one some thought
1: and uh eat a bag of baby dicks to mac miller's drug dealer who just got 17 years yesterday
0: it's crazy that that can get you like that's not more
1: you would think that that's a murder charge correct and mac died. what what has it been four years now
0: i thought even more maybe uh Not september we, september of 18 so yeah almost four years shit's crazy it was
1: because he he died i think two days ago before my birthday yep Yeah, it's just crazy man because i remember a brother called me i had just left wine spirits i got him a my car he's like yo what you doing i was like i just grab some uh, some drinks for us before we go out tonight and he was like yeah i gotta tell you before anybody else tell you and i was like what and he was like yo mac miller just died and i was like what because remember i worked at saint joe's and he just performed at the yep. spring concert I was like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, I'm telling you, bro, you just died. And then I hit up my girlfriend at the time. I was like, yo, Mac Miller just died. And you know, she's, you know what this fucking harlot said to me? She was like, are you going to get like this when every celebrity dies? And I was like.
0: She is not quite right. She was not quite right.
1: Dude, I wanted to call 13 sisters and just put feet and hands on her. I'm like, celebrity. I didn't even think about Mac Miller as a celebrity. Yeah. Like, I literally look at him as a Pennsylvania boy. who Local made legend. It. Yeah. Dude, fuck her. Fuck that. But we're quite right, even though she wasn't. Amen.